Welcome to the Emotions Unlocked podcast. I'm Emma Starling. And I'm Jemima Blasdell. And this is for anyone who wants to understand their emotions better. Focusing on a different emotion every week, we dive deep into its function and purpose. And then we show you how to move through it in simple ways so that you can feel better every day. Good morning. Good morning, campers. <laughs> so I'm so excited to be starting this podcast with you. I'm so excited I can't speak properly. <laughs> How are you doing today? Really, really, really well, thank you. And you? Yeah, really great. So we've been um, planning, haven't we? And we met fairly recently. Um, and this idea has just been kind of waiting for us. So that's how it's felt, hasn't it, really? So Wait we've been doing the same thing. Exactly. And here we are. We've met, rocking up, and we want to share our learning, our experiences, techniques to help people. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that's what um, this conversation has led to, or our meeting has led to, and to this podcast. So we we both work with emotion, don't we? And... EFT, um, emotional freedom technique, different techniques to help people understand their emotion and process it. Yeah. And it's such powerful work too. I'm really, really excited to be able to do it with you. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It'll be great. Good. So each session is going to have an emotion, isn't it? We've decided we're going to focus on an emotion, talk about that um, and give some people some insight into emotion, what different ones are for and then help them to move through it. So today we're gonna focus on fear and anxiety because it's the big stopper, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Ask me how I know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, how do you know, Emma? (laughs) (laughs) Because I lived half a life by being full of fear, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it comes from, it's in our DNA, isn't it, to be afraid. All the ancestors thousands of years ago, millions of years ago, running around the ones that aren't weren't scared got eaten basically so the ones that were terrified of everything were the ones that survived so that's in a nutshell <laughs> what drives <laughs> life isn't it fear don't don't die stay alive be safe Crazy. um yeah but it doesn't help when you're trying to i don't know live your life just get out there because we're afraid of things that aren't really relevant anymore mm. yeah what's um a common fear that you have with your clients what do they is that something they come to you with yeah a lot of the time it feels like it's fear that they aren't going to be able to make it work right that they Mm -hmm. intrinsically are not enough um and that encompasses all sorts of other things but at the base level it is this fear that uh, you know absolutely and that's fascinating isn't it people can have a fear of fear of failure they can also have a fear of success running at the same time. And these are the things we really kind of want to reveal to people, isn't it? That, that the symptom is what's presenting. So I'm, I've got a fear of, I don't know, public speaking, or I don't want to go to that yeah. group or um, even standing at the school gates or whatever it is that people go through. Even some people it's, you know, going to supermarkets when it's busy or um, something that's seemingly easy to a lot of people can be really difficult to other for other people. So that's the symptom and that causes the problem. Like I can't get what I want or I can't do what I want. 
But the real problem is what's underneath that. Um, and that's our beliefs, our past experiences, everything we've learned up to this point. You know, I stood up, stood up at school, had to do my times tables. I couldn't remember them. So I hate people looking at me. That's an example of a real problem. Yeah. And oftentimes we don't track that back, do we, immediately and go, oh, it's this thing. Oh, fine. So this is safe then. Wouldn't that be nice if it was that easy all the time? Yeah. But a lot of the time we just get caught in that behavior, right? Yeah, absolutely. You just feel the panic in the present day and you avoid doing that situation. Oh, I feel better. So it works. If I don't do that, I don't feel afraid. So I won't. So we learn really quickly. When I do these behaviors and I avoid that, I'm fine. But if it'd be great if you could be able to just go out into the world, do whatever you want without having these fears. Right. Because eventually your version of the world that you're letting yourself play around in becomes very small and limited, right? I can only do this. I can't yeah. do all of that. And it just, it fascinates me that, you know, did it myself, went through life just going, yep, focus on these things because all of that is too scary. And we miss out on so much. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want other people to change so that we feel better. Yeah. I'm giving our power away, basically, to all the, that stuff is more powerful than me, has more say in my life than me. And when you turn that around, and even if you're doing the same thing, like, well, I don't feel afraid, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So you're choosing not to go is much more powerful position to be in rather than, well, I'm, well, no, I should, but I don't want to. I'm, I'm so useless. 100%. And I think, yeah. Because Sorry. it's a level of self-talk, isn't it, that then we that then kicks in and then we turn in on ourselves and we self-flagellate, blah, 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 things that we would never say to anybody else, highly likely. And that's yeah. what saddens me the most about it, you know, is that we we just turn in on ourselves because of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, and a lot of people I work with sort of don't realise that everybody does that. Mm. <laughs> like... You know, I worked with this guy and he'd gone to Eton and he was like, oh, he was, I have to tell you, I, I have a real fear of public speaking. I was like, okay, sure. Okay, that's number one fear. And he was like, are you not shocked? He's like, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, let's help you. And he was so ashamed of his fear because everyone he grew up with supposedly loved it and excelled at it and the expectation was that he should be able to do it. But every time he had to stand up and do a speech, which he did often, he was terrified. And he just thought there was something wrong with him. Actually, you know, you start looking at where those fears came from, the expectation that he, all his story, his stuff, and you clear all of that. You can just rock up and say what you want to say. It doesn't matter what people think. Mm. Feels infinitely more powerful, right? Yeah, absolutely. Liberating. Yeah. Good. Okay. So um, it's quite helpful, I think, for uh, to understand. Well, we've sort of touched on it a little bit about how it how how does fear show up in people's lives, basically. Um, so fear of travel, for example, is one fear of flying, um, fear of spiders. <laughs> is that one of yours? I raised my hand on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I worked with somebody once and we did a session on her relationship with her mother and how difficult that was. And at the end of the session, she said, I know this might sound strange, but I think my fear of snakes is gone. She hadn't mentioned a fear of snakes. She hadn't, you know, it wasn't what she came for. Her phobia of snakes was gone after the work that we did. So I met 
an awful lot of her friends and family because she was famous for not being able to watch films or telly because of this fear of snakes. And that had cleared. So we worked on her relationship with her mother, whatever that meant to her, and it cleared this other fear. So we kind of put, I mean, I don't know what that means or why or how those things were connected. But the mind is incredibly complex and also very simple at the same time, isn't it? It works in colours and symbols. The unconscious mind is very kind of black and white. Yeah. Once you make a decision, I'm afraid of snakes. Great, good, right? (laughs) Connect to that, 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 that. Once you clear whatever those things are, oh yeah, that's fine. It's gone now. It's like yeah, it's crackers, rubbing it? it out. Yeah, it's like the brain. I always tell my students that it's like the brain has got like a filing cabinet, you know, in the A to Z of things that get in our way, things we don't want, things we don't like. And when you work on one thing, the brain kind of rifles through the drawers and goes, "Oh right, well we've worked on anxiety, so we'll clear all that as well." When you're using tapping, it's just one of the amazing benefits, right? Yeah. Well, I love a generalization exactly. effect. Exactly. And um, once you're clearing everything, you keep going, keep doing the work, as I'm sure you've, I don't know if you're the same, but when you discovered EFT and alternative techniques and doing this different, it was like, I wanted to tap on everyone I met. I wanted to tap on people in the street. (laughs) Yeah, come in, just let me tap on you. You're going to feel so good, (laughs) which is probably what's brought us together. This We want to just share and help people because we've, like fear used to rule my life, literally. Everything I did. Um. I used to I used to go temping because I couldn't get a job in a place permanently because it was too frightening to create relationships with people. Nobody would have known. I was all la, 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 life and soul the party. I'll do that busy, 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 nipping down the pub for a couple of vodkas before the meeting in the afternoon because I couldn't handle it. But nobody had. Well, I don't know if they had a clue about that, but <laughs> I was on the floor. But you know, just so I thought I had a confidence problem because I feel confident when I've had a drink. So. Yeah, it must be that I'm just not confident rather than it dulls my emotions. I didn't, you know, didn't understand. I was using that to medicate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now I don't really drink. I rock up in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> my partner, we're just <laughs> like, we'll go to the opening of an envelope, as he will say, because we're just like happy, confident in our skin as we are now. We don't need stuff to feel more safe and because I've done 25 years of tapping and clearing and doing the work and getting to the bottom of the stuff and that's what again we want to do shortcut for people isn't it we've done all the work we've done the research we know how to help people we just want to be the bridge that's it and I think you know you don't know what you don't know right and yeah. so that that to me has become one of the most powerful tenets of all of this, of everything I've learned, is that there are things that are going on outside of the realm of your conscious mind and sometimes even your subconscious, right? There are energetic links and things like that that we just, you could spend months doing coaching or therapy or whatever else and, you know, and not pinpoint it. And yet energy work just cuts right to the nub of it. So, yeah, you're right. When I learned all this stuff, I was like, oh, my good God. Like, yeah. I just want to do this on everyone, to everyone, all the time. <laughs> exactly. I still do, actually. Yeah, yeah. Most people are like, really? <laughs> Leave <that>. me alone. <laughs> exactly. What are you going to do, tap on me? That's one of the things my son said to me once. No, I'm not, actually. I can stay yeah. there, feeling bad. <laughs> so it's what was... Because you have that feeling of like, but why would you want to suffer, you know? 
And some sometimes you see someone suffering and it's just so this to me is such an amazing opportunity to just get it out there and allow people to gently learn that they don't have to suffer anymore. Right. Absolutely. They stuck. Yeah. So what kind of fears used to drive you, would you say? So mine was quite social anxiety, basically. And well, fear of success, fear of failure, all the different ones. But essentially. Yeah, that was mine. What, what were yours? It was categorically rejection um and and humiliation and and I mean I know that it was it was rejection because of a humiliation that I had right when I was very young I remember putting um going to Sunday school which was not a thing for me but anyway um and I was putting out hymn books I was asked to put out the hymn books and I did it wrong and everybody in the church laughed at me and at that and I was maybe five or six and at that point I made a decision I can't get anything right and if I do, I'm going to get it wrong. If I do it, I'm going to get it wrong and everybody's going to laugh at me. And so mm. it's been, it's taken me until probably the last eight or nine years to really reconcile that that was a major decision point. And it sounds so tiny and trivial and silly. But actually, when you look at that, it says everything. Yeah. It's the and whole dynamic. Helplessness, don't you? I can't, I can't get it right anyway. So there's no point trying. And so it just completely narrowed my focus of what I allowed myself to even try, you know, and I would, I would stop myself doing loads of things because, well, no, because if I'm not perfect at it, I don't want to do don't even want to try. Yeah. I mean, how horrendous is that? Yeah. For a five-year-old to make that decision. And that's the thing, because we make all our decisions in the first six years of life about how the world functions. So in the first two years, the brain stays the same as in deep hypnosis. You already know this. And then the next stage up to six is when it's uh light sleep so the brain wave is the same as when you're in hypnosis so we're just downloading and learning information the brain's like molded and by the age of seven all of that's set the brain wave states changes again and we become more conscious so that's why two-year-olds are like crazy rolling off stuff they're just like they're not in that's why you can't remember stuff because you're not in your body you're just feeling stuff and even when you're first born, there's no, you don't know that you're separate from your blanket for quite a while. So we think we're all one thing. So if something goes wrong, there's this like, well, our parents are gods when we're born. And if something goes wrong, it must be me because they're right. Because they have to be right because then they look after me. Mm. So it's a complete survival instinct to sort of take on the problem. And we don't understand that. Our parents didn't understand that. And they were just, you know, living their lives busy getting on with stuff you know none of it's intentional but the impact is that you know what did you need as a five-year-old in that moment total reassurance that you know everything's fine it's not about you you know yeah. you're not exactly. stupid yeah absolutely so we can go back we can reassure but what you needed then is probably what you need now so the advice you'd give a younger you is what you're looking for now isn't it as a, again I'm sure you experience and when you're looking into the future you can we can ask a future self which we're going to do in a little while what should I do or what would you say to me and they will give you the advice so we can use the imagination and the unconscious mind to create the solutions are already there you already know or the client already knows the way through their problem and we just helping people to connect in with their solution love that it's fascinating it still fascinates yeah. me now I'm listening to you even after doing tapping for like 10 years going, yep. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> it never ceases to, I mean, I haven't done matrix, so it, it's a, it's a very different angle, but it, it fascinates me. And I think 
what it says to me is that your potential is completely limitless with this stuff because yeah. you already have the answers. You already have access to everything, right? Yeah. Every, nothing's off the table. Yeah, absolutely. And all our negative emotions are trying to, well, they're all, all our emotion is trying to create a behavior so that we'll do something to feel better. So, you know, you go near a cliff edge, you feel afraid, you move away, you stay alive. It's fairly clear. But when our beliefs are things like, I don't like people seeing me or I don't want people to laugh at me, that's, you know, you don't know how other people are going to react. Like a cliff is going to stay a cliff. You know that you're closer to it, you're more, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, people can react in all sorts of different ways. So you can't predict what's going to happen. So you just need to protect yourself from every possibility. Mm. Instant limit. Well, don't go in to don't touch hymn books might be one. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to church. <laughs> yeah, don't go to church. Literally, <laughs> I, I, I don't anymore. Like I, I was christened Church of England and I just made a massive realization. That's probably why I've kind of not renounced, but have branded myself as not religious for all these years, because that was the place it happened, right? So if that's meant to be a safe place, yeah. oh wow, thank you for that download. If that yeah. was meant to be a safe place. And the biggest thing ever happened to me that triggered all of this self-doubt, then how is that my safe place? Yeah. And we don't want to start getting into religion and stuff, but that is, you know, that is because it's huge. Not that we don't, you know, but if, if that's meant to be the place of safety and you get it wrong, like what does the mind make that say about you? Like if I, even in that place where everyone is welcome and everyone's loved. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. That there is something fundamentally with me, right? (laughs) Wow. And you can see the like the the light bulbs popping off, can't you? And and I'm hoping that anybody listening to this is going, oh my God, like, you know, yeah, I have that too. And and my comments are completely personal about religion. It's not that I don't believe in a wider thing. I absolutely do. I am a spiritual person with a massive amount of faith. But you can just see that the container in the institution and the links it just blows your mind yeah. what we what we make it mean right exactly and we also overlay what we've already learned yeah. from the original family it's always about the original family trying you're trying to heal the original family so it's like if you zoom out institution if that's family how do i get it wrong within my family how did i go against what was already set how did i get it wrong you know all of that even though that was your first memory you've already been through that which is why that happened again because that was the decision already made so there might be something even earlier than that you know maybe you set the table wrong when you were three I don't know highly likely (laughs) (laughs) because you're not meant to get it right when you're three you know but yeah I wonder if there's something even deeper very likely because and I know this isn't a personal therapy session but it's useful for people to listen along and go yeah Oh, wow. Like I didn't put that together. As you say, bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, I've always said to myself, right. And this is massive. So sit down for this. If you're not already, I'm not a domesticated person, right. Set the table wrong. What you just said. Um, I'm not marriage material. I've never married and had children because I, because I decided I never wanted to get married. So there is something earlier than that. That's made me feel or tell myself somehow that I'm not capable of this family thing maybe and mm-hmm. and doing all the things right within that framework yeah. I'm guessing yeah it's huge it is huge and the other thing we're going to be talking about a lot over this whole series is about how ancestral patterning 
can have an impact like because we learn from our parents like how does your mum feel about that how did her mum feel about that or your parents and their marriage you know the the pattern goes on and on and on and it lands on us and anything that's not been processed before gets put on us and I think that's why this next generation are going what it's like I've got to fix the planet and yeah. all of this emotion and I'm terrified I don't know whether I'm male or female like all you know it's yeah. it's no they're like ter- so scared to take all this stuff yeah. so if we can do anything we do for ourselves we do for everyone mm. so if you take a little bit of your work back and your work back and that can be kind of you know um so I was gonna say alarming but it's like um we're not here to heal the world we're here to here to heal our own story and the world benefits from it yeah by osmosis right yeah exactly so um whatever's reflected out there is a reflection of what's in here so if you want to know the solution to a problem you just make it bigger and bigger and bigger because it gets the problem gets really the solution gets really obvious yeah as i'm saying that i'm like trying to think of an example yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what might be a problem you want to solve around fear um or trying to find the solution around it maybe go with public speaking yeah okay so if you're talking to one or two people you might get a little bit oh yeah i feel a little bit uncomfortable okay turn that up to twenty thousand people oh my god it's in my throat it's in my head like <laughs> i felt that visceral yeah, exactly. like straight okay. in the gut punch yeah so when it's one or two people you feel a little bit of that when you zoom it up you go okay so you know that really helps you to feel it in your body mm-hmm. and that's what we that's what eft comes down to isn't it what does it feel like in your body yep. so let's do that now I, you just literally <laughs> triggered you into that sorry about that so no, where, do, where, did, where did you i got i'm so regulated right because <laughs> yeah. i would literally be sweating like. out of the room <laughs> exactly. so what what does it feel feel like for you i feel everything in my tummy where do you feel everything yeah, it's. I have this really strange sensation. It's it's like a washing machine barrel in my stomach, but it kind of goes up the back of my stomach wall and into my throat. So it's like whoosh, mm. all the way around and then all the way up. It follows the vagus nerve. I'm very tuned. Wow. Yeah, that's very descriptive. Yes, this is a movement around it. Yeah, it's like a like a whooshing kind of. You literally kind of went Ooh, as well. Yeah, <laughs> so it, see the impact in your body. It felt like um, a sacral and a solar plexus kind of. Ooh visceral impact mm, yeah and then yeah throat. as you can see up into the throat yeah. for, i know this is a podcast and people can't see my face thank god but um yeah i'm kind of like swallowing and it's like a yeah. kind of yeah. a there's even a bit of a taste to it to be fair a metallic taste uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. and you said it's like a washing machine drum is it what's it made of is it made of metal yeah uh-huh. i can see it really clearly silver yeah. with holes poked in it and the yeah 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 uh-huh and how strong is it out of 10 that when that came through just now how strong was that it's probably only about a five or a six it's not like debilitating but when I put my attention on it it's like the top because I because I, I know what I'm here to try and do thinking about that 20,000 person strong audience I'm like oh god because that's yeah. my next step right so um, <laughs> yeah about six let's say uh-huh and anything yeah. else you notice about it temperature mm. it had its metallic taste it's icy cold Mm-hmm. that's why it's making the back of my throat feel really cold oh. um, it's purple mm-hmm. 
I don't know what I again this fascinates me this stuff I don't know what it's got to do with it but there is a layer of cloud mm. across the top of the visual that I've got okay clouds thunder clouds mm-hmm. yeah. what's the emotion in the gray thunder clouds anger mm. realize I felt that one <laughs> so anger is often a cover emotion yeah. something else so if there's something underneath the anger what might that be yeah, it's my old friend sadness about everything oh. I've lost because of it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Just close your eyes for a moment and drop into that that image, that feeling in your body. Mm-hmm. And scan through the rest of your body. Do you notice anything else? Yeah, there's like, this is so weird. There's like a yellow band at the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. What's the emotion? Fear. Fear of? Rejection. Uh What's the positive intention of a fear of rejection? To keep me safe so that I don't get upset in case, you know, somebody didn't like what I say or whatever. Yeah. Uh And how does it feel to be safe? Warm, fuzzy. Lovely. And what does that lead to? throwing my arms open wide and like shouting stuff with glee is what's coming through oh nice <laughs> yeah like being that two-year-old who's like yeah, yeah. running around and yeah that's what safety feels like <laughs> amazing so we're going to do a lot of breathing and a little bit of tapping and maybe a little bit of matrix around that feeling but isn't it just like <laughs> i said one sentence and all yep. of that information is right there. Your body is giving you everything you need. That's not come from me. I don't, we didn't really know where this was going to go, did we? We've got a sort of overview. We'll just see what happens. And that's, here it is, all this information. And you, you know your stuff as well. You've done the work. You know it. Yeah. You know your fears and it can still hit you like that. Yeah. I'm, and that's I'm speechless and it doesn't often happen. <laughs> <laughs> And that is what's happening to people all the time. And they just don't know. We just don't know. I mean, we're both very sensitive people and where our emotions do not work. So some people are less sensitive, but doesn't mean that stuff's not happening. Right. Exactly. You don't know what you don't know. You go in on yourself and go, why can't I sort my stuff out? Why can't I get my together? You know, why can't that person stop doing that to me? Right. If they stop doing that, then I would be fine. If you hadn't said that, I'd be all right. You know, it's like, if I was five stone lighter. If I could go back 20 years ago, I would do, you know, you can't, you are where you are. So when you start feeling your emotions, so the purpose of emotion is to, well, we're here to feel happy, happy, I think. We're here to feel good. And if you're not feeling good and you're not happy, you need to heal. And you heal in loads of different ways. Um, But your emotions tell you how happy you are in relation to your life. Like, you're really happy 90% of the time and these little things you know you know quite clearly where the problems are you can start to turn them around if you're generally 90% unhappy every now and then you oh that's nice the sun's come out you know you've got you've got work to do (laughs) but it's awful isn't it because actually I I feel my heart breaks you know for people that are actually in that situation genuinely Yeah. It's awful and it doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. And when you start listening to your mo- emotion, we're not taught about emotion. You know, yeah. you just don't be angry. Don't show anger. Don't be mean. Like, be nice. 
Like no one's actually explaining why we have emotion. Like what is the point of fear? Well, we, that's clear. We're going to get with each emotion. We'll go deeper into it. But essentially fear is to keep you safe. Sadness is that I need comfort. Joy is about sharing. You know, guilt is about staying part of the group. I learned from my behavior, but we like something goes wrong. We like become, oh my God, I'm awful. It's like, no, I just did something I shouldn't have done. And I'll do it differently next time. We can let go of it that easily. Our emotions are our friend, mm. but they hit us like that. And we are, I don't want to feel that. So I'm going to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Rather than what we're going to do now is just feel it. So let's come back to that feeling. So mm-hmm. 20,000 people, you're just backstage. You're at Wembley. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah i'm having a reaction to that yeah <laughs> freeze the freeze that picture and just just feel it in your body so same emotion same wave. yeah okay so we're just going to breathe with that for a moment so just feel it in your body and if you can make it stronger because an emotion will increase and then peak and then decrease we tend to stop it before it peaks so just really like you're in a safe place you're not at Wembley. you know you're not really Good. Lovely release. Good yawn. Good. So take three really easy breaths into your heart. Put your hand over your tummy or where that where you're feeling that too, if that feels good, or even on your throat, if that, if you're feeling it there. And just like you mentioned before, you needed reassurance as a five-year-old. I wonder if reassurance would help you now. Yeah, so I think it's self-trust rather than reassurance Mm -hmm. because then when you've got self-trust you don't need the reassurance right absolutely when you know that you're safe Mm. good so what was that like just to sort of sit and feel it for a moment it's really interesting because I'm usually the I'm usually the one teaching other people how to do tapping and stuff to sit in my feelings and intensify them is not something I do every day Mm. so that's Mm -hmm. a note to self yeah yeah really interesting and actually I felt like it was cool raining on me Mm. once I'd start once I got over the peak and I kind of like breathed into the peak of it and it started to subside it started to feel like cool rain it was lovely lovely which might be the clouds maybe that's where the clouds were there those angry clouds actually yeah your friend and whilst I'm not crying I do have a little bit of a watery eye scenario going on so yeah, yeah lots of precipitation following yeah. that one. nice <laughs> so our stress hormones come out in the tears don't we some people I'll have clients come in saying well, I decided I wasn't going to cry today it's like interesting why would you decide that <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't want to cry but it's so good for you literally your tears can have different shapes the water in your compared to different emotions yeah that's on the site again <laughs> we're going to be doing this podcast for years by the way all the stuff know, that we yeah. want to share. yeah because it's impossible <laughs> to do an it's an hour, yeah oh and another thing <laughs> yeah. so let's come back to that emotion in you and let's we're going to do some butterfly tapping so i don't know if you've done this one particularly just oh. crossing your hands over your chest mm-hmm. and you're going to tap alternate left and right so your right hand's tapping your left collarbone and your left hand's tapping your right collarbone just breathe you can close your eyes so this is like EMDR, another one of those techniques is just crossing the central line of your body and tap and breathe and just feel that emotion. 
Good. How's that feeling? It's turned to sprinkly excitement in my stomach. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Good. And again, you've done a lot of tapping. So when your body knows that you're releasing, you quickly move into that. I'm sure you've experienced that. And you go, oh, yeah. Spotted yeah. it. Doing the work. So let's check in with that five-year-old you, because that's the one she, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So just going back over your past to that five-year-old you and sort of float above that memory. You mm-hmm. see yourself there? Good. Yep. And just notice, was there any positive learning from that event? What does it teach you? That people are kind, because actually now I see it from above, they had kind smiles on their faces when they were laughing. It was more like a, oh, sweetheart, kind of a yeah. laugh. Oh my God, you're thick, kind of a laugh. Oh, you know? yeah. Which is what I made it mean. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. What would you say to that little five-year-old you? they didn't mean anything by it it's everybody has to learn Mm. you know yeah list of things you're not born with knowledge about everything so absolutely fine let her know that you're there for her Mm. she's just looked up and winked at me Good. And check through her body. Does she have any emotion? How's she feeling now? She's kind of just, she's got a ready breck glow is the easiest way to say it. Ah, nice. Mm. And I imagine she's learnt about the hymn books now. Yeah. And I I wonder, does it really matter how they're done? But like, does she want to do them differently? Is she going to do them her way? What, how does she want to turn that around? (gasps) Excuse me. No, she just doesn't want to do it again. She doesn't she doesn't want to go back. <laughs> okay. She's a bit of a rebel. Yeah. Yeah, cool. She can do what she wants. But she, but she feels good about it. Like it's not like a, a stubborn or a judgment thing. It's just a yeah, actually this isn't the place for me. Right. And so you mentioned nice. those big decisions you made on that day. Then does she need any help or support with any of those decisions? Do any of them feel unhelpful? The phrase, you're always going to follow your own path has just come through. Mm. And the right people will be by your side. Good. How does that feel? Yeah, it's nice. Everything's gone yellow. Mm. Yeah, just send this, sorry. Really bright, sunny yellow. Oh, gorgeous. So just send this lovely, bright, sunny yellow all the way back into your past forward into your future so every moment of your life is touched with this energy with this knowledge that you're always going to walk your own path and that that's good Mm. let me know when that feels complete yeah keep your eyes closed but just drop your hands into your lap and then move forward to a point in the future maybe you're giving a talk to a lot of people if that's something you do want to do (laughs) or you can see yourself at some point that feels appropriate days weeks months or years where you're walking your path feeling this confidence this happiness can you see yourself there Mm -hmm. and where is she that future you i'm on a stage somewhere Mm -hmm. in a venue there's a few hundred people in the audience by the looks of it nice 
we just connect with this future you does she have any advice for you right now you're exactly where you're meant to be how does that feel mm. yeah it's nice it feels cerise pink lovely gorgeous so ask her to step into your body for a moment so you can experience what that feels like to be her to know 100 that you're exactly where you need to be right now beautiful cerise pink let me know when that feels complete excuse me lots of yawning good yeah good and then download this feeling copy her cells into your cells so you can keep this feeling with you mm -hmm. and then feel it in your body where would you like to store that feeling in my smile lovely <laughs> so every time you smile your your mind is going to remember how confident you are how much you trust yourself how you are exactly in the right place mm -hmm. and everyone you smile at is going to feel that too mm. wow so then that feels embedded and secure just come back when you're ready and open your eyes I can't stop yawning. <laughs> that's such a good sign. That's showing when you're yawning, you're releasing, but you're also coming out of stress and into rest and relaxation. The parasympathetic nerve systems kicking in, as you said, mentioned that vagus nerve, mm. which controls your arm system, but essentially, <laughs> want of a better expression. Um, yawning or your tummy gurgling or a movement of energy shows that's that you know, maybe you salivate. That's another sign. Yeah. As you say, that little bit of water coming out of your eyes. I'm not crying. I have, and I should have had waterproof mascara on today. <laughs> I haven't, and I don't have any tissue to hand, so you're just going to have to put oh. a blinking at oh, you. you look gorgeous. Oh. Yeah. Good. How was that? Gosh. Having never done anything Matrix before, that was so simple but so lovely and I and knowing what I know about energy work and stuff I totally see how that works but it just feels really peaceful mm. really peaceful like yep that's exactly what needed to happen good so tune into that initial thought of 20,000 people how does that feel now yeah I could do that cool <laughs> Wembley here we come <laughs> yeah exactly you didn't even know you wanted to do that did you <laughs> really didn't apparently you are. i mean i know i've always been called gobby but you know finally maybe i could put it to you a lot of place a lot of people <laughs> yeah <laughs> amazing so that's the thing isn't it our fears are there all the time when we stop and look at them and just feel mm. it what is this telling me what am i afraid of is that something i need to do something about not do or do i really want to do it how do i get through it mm. awareness is the first key isn't it first step 100% and I think also that a lot of people are so in their heads and not in their bodies that then mm. maybe not even sure right of um of what they are feeling yeah I know I've worked with a lot of clients and I'm like well you know what's going on for you what is the world like for you from this place and the answer I get is I, I don't know yeah I don't know. I can't feel it yeah I thought ask people how do you I say I'm, they say oh I'm angry how do you know you're angry I don't know. It's like, what does it feel like in your body? Uh, don't know. Like, it's just, we're so caught up in yeah. doing it rather than sitting and feeling it. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. 
Cool. So, oh, my absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, fear and, and all its capacity. Because if, if you even think of something, then somebody's afraid of it somewhere in the world. You know, it's like it's everywhere. <laughs> when you can start accepting them, bringing them in, looking at them, picking them apart, what's underneath. Is, yeah. Very often, five-year-olds, really kind of common age of like, we're all five years old outside of the playground wanting everyone to like us. Right. So you find them, bring them back in, let them free them up. Basically, you've got all that energy, like you felt that two-year-old going, "Way!" All of that energy's <laughs> not here, not then. Yeah, yeah, it's really powerful. It really is, and I can see, you know, I can see the application of that for so many things because actually, you don't have to go into traumatic memories. You don't have to talk for hours and months about whatever. It's very targeted, very loving very quick and I didn't even have to tell you like step through a memory didn't have to collapse anything didn't have to you know and and I mean it's a personal thing of mine that you know any and all coaching and therapy should be done in conjunction with some sort of energy work because otherwise the micro re-traumatization can be massive right yeah. mm-hmm. but, but this is just phenomenal it's really Chris elegant Brown. I always think it's really gentle and there's so much we're going to be covering so many different ways of dealing with things um but yeah it's like being in in control and taking charge and being the adult of your younger self and parenting them and so many layers so many layers but as you say really simple you don't have to understand all of it we just go in and do it that's the beauty of it you don't have to believe in it for it to be yeah active right it yeah. just is so. exactly so there we go Ooh, the start of our little journey together Ooh, what a first session. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Start as you mean to go on, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fearless. So um, if anyone wants to know more, we have our various link trees with the uh, information that comes along with the podcast. Don't have to say that more elegantly. Yeah. <laughs> Click on the link, as always. But we really want to hear from people and how ex- what their fears are, how they experience that, What? how did it speak to them? What does it feel like in their body? You know, any any comments we'd love to hear, wouldn't we? Yeah, a hundred percent. Reach out to either of us. Um, the link tree has all the information, all the camp, minus campsite, but the same diff, um, and that will be updated at any given time. So that you know, the best way to contact us is always available. Um, and you know, feel free to like give feedback wherever you're consuming this as well, and let us know what you think. Because the more you do that, then the more other people can realize that there's help out there, right? That it doesn't be this hard. Yeah, you don't have to stay on your own in fear, you know. Come along and clear it. See what happens. Absolutely. And by all means, tap along with these sessions, guys, and do what we're do what we're doing, right? Because then you you get some clearing too. Yeah, and we're going to be providing some tap along stuff that people like separately from this. So people can listen into that again. We'll be on the link tree. You know, you've got YouTube videos, we've got demos, we've got maps, we've got all sorts. A cacophony of support and help, right? So we'll better do one on overwhelm because there's too much help. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? Anyway, really good. Thank you Love so me. much. Can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much. Been a pleasure. See yeah. you all next time. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.